Welcome to the Set Yourself Free podcast, real stories of women who went from feeling like they'd never make it in the online space to creating way more money and freedom. I'm your host, Carrie Beach, owner of Set Yourself Free. I'm a life and success coach that empowers women to make more money, live happier and more fulfilled lives, and make a much bigger impact on this planet. We all have different versions of what freedom means, and I'm here to help you unlock your perfect version of it. Join us for season four, where you will hear 16 women's behind the scene look at what it actually takes to have a profitable online business. Through their stories, you will know that you are not alone and that shame only grows in secret. These women will give you the courage, the tools, and the permission you need to step into your power and create the business of your dreams. Let's dive in. My name is Rosemary Oliveras. I am a spiritual business coach. Even though I don't love labels, I always say this to people, for you to understand what I do, this is my label. <laughs> I'm a spiritual business coach. Um, I'm Latina. I'm from Puerto Rico and live in Puerto Rico right now, actually. Um, and as you can hear, I'm also bilingual. And I would say that my favorite topics like to work and talk and like what people really know me for is because I talk a lot about money because I know that's an issue for a lot of women and for a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs. So I talk a lot about money and my own healing process with money, um, about our subconscious identity. And I talk about sales, which goes like with that, with money and healing with money and spirituality and the woo woo, all the woo woo. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, so here for the woo. <laughs> Yeah, super well here. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, Okay, so can you tell all of us about when you felt like you were at a point in your business where you were really showing up maybe very consistently, but you were not seeing any results in some of what was going on? Yeah, totally. Um, Well, I even had like a flashback of that. Well, uh, last year was like a very, a very big year for me in terms of healing, in terms of hiring my first business coach, in terms of doing all the things. And at the same time, nothing worked. And for a time last year, I think that this was like several months before I hired my, my business coach. I, I I literally showed up every single day. I had at the same time, like so much imposter syndrome, because as I said before, I've always liked to talk a lot about money because that's been something that I had to heal a lot in my life. And there were some times that I said, I'm not going to show up today. Like I'm not making money in my business. Like, why am I going to show up? Why am I going to do this? And people still messaged me. They said, Oh my God, you're helping me so much with this. Um, you're so amazing. Like I admire you. And I would say that this is something that I I, I really like about what you are doing with this podcast because people don't talk about this. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, you started your business. Six months later, you're like a six-figure business owner and nothing (laughs) happened on those six months. And it's like, you know, a lot of things happened on those six months. And um, I, I, I remember even showing up on my stories and maybe one person seeing my stories on Instagram, maybe two. And I was like, I'm talking to a thousand people here. Um, but I would say that what always kept me going was my vision, my why. Like, why am I doing this? Because I could have done anything else to really like to make money or attract money into my life. But like, what was my why behind my business? I would say that that that's what kept me going <laughs> with everything. Mm. Like I've been through a lot. Like, and I, I always forget about like the things that I go through because I'm just so used to, to be consistent and just to give value and receive. But um, just to give you an idea, I remember like this year, when this year started, I live in Puerto Rico and we had a lot of earthquakes. Like I flew out of the, out of the country and everything. And I was like, I'm still showing up. And my coach was like, I will take a break. Um, but my why, my why is just like, it's just too, too immense to really, to really not show up for people. But yeah, but it, it can be hard if you're not making money and still showing up. And it's like, well, why am I doing this at some point? So yeah, I just kept me going. <laughs> so was there a moment or a bunch of moments where something shifted in you that it felt like, oh, this thing clicked? in terms of like 
you already had the consistency, but then you were all of a sudden actually making money in your business. And like, do you know kind of what that was? Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me specifically was that I wasn't before, like, even though I was showing up, I wasn't very clear on my message and who I served. So I was doing a lot of things for everyone because I've always loved to help people. And I'm like, I can help you with this, with this, with that, with with everything. Um, But just something wasn't clicking. And when I decided to go to that path of really getting clear on my message on who I wanted to serve, that's when, at least for me personally, I decided to hire a business coach because I knew what I wanted, but I didn't know what were the next steps. And I just want to be like one year after that, like not knowing what to do, or I just needed like direction in that process really to, to know what I wanted. And I just decided I wanted to hire someone. I didn't have the money to hire anyone. I I literally manifested that money. Like I got gifted money (laughs) from (laughs) nowhere. Um, And that's how, yeah, that's how I hired uh, my business coach. And it's been amazing. Like it's been a journey. My business has been like up sometimes and others like during COVID when I moved from Puerto Rico and then went back, like I re-niche again. It, it's been like through different phases in less than a year. Um, but I would say that I've enjoyed so much this journey and not doing it alone that when you start, it's like, you can't stop. I don't know if that's happened to you. It's like, no, like I don't, I don't visualize myself doing anything else to be very honest. So it's like, I just, I just keep on going. Yeah. <laughs> and everything, everything just shows up. It's time. Sometimes people don't want to give it time. So it's, it's time. Mm. And I wonder if yeah. this uh, resonates for, for you, but I feel like I know for myself personally, and then a lot of people that um, I've talked to that struggle with the showing up in consi- or showing up consistently but not having results um, when we get really, really honest with ourselves. And when I ask people the question, I'm like, okay, so you're showing up, but are you actively selling? And mm-hmm. I'm curious if that was something you were doing actively before you started making money, or are you able to look back and be like, Oh, maybe I wasn't actually like putting out offers or selling every day. And that was like a piece of the puzzle too. Yeah. I wasn't selling every day. I wasn't maybe like when I launched something, but I hit a moment where I was showing up, but because I didn't even know like what was I was going to serve people with, I just, I didn't sell anything. So I was just like giving free content, free content, free everything. And I was very afraid of selling at that moment. So, so no. Yeah. (laughs) But well, it, it, exactly. And I think, I think it's, you know, it's never from a shame standpoint and that's the whole reason I'm having this podcast, but I just think there's this myth in the online world of like, Oh, just add value. And then people will automatically throw their money at you. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not no. how this works. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it doesn't. That's what I do. No. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's always so important to like really highlight that, that we have to get so clear with ourselves and honest of like, okay, am I actually taking, you know, sales activities in my business? And if I'm not, am I willing to do the uncomfortable steps so that that is mm-hmm. happening? Um, because just like you said, I think for a lot of people, it's, unnatural or they feel like they're not good at it or they don't know how to do it. They're scared of it in the beginning. And it's Mm -hmm. just relearning how to do that in a way that, you know, feels really authentic to yourself and the people you're serving. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I agree a lot with that because at first I, that's what I heard from every single free training and PDF that you can imagine that I took. (laughs) Everything said like, give value, give value. And I just did that. I gave value. Um, And I didn't see any, I even remember a time where my husband said like, why are you working so much? If you're literally not making money in your business, I was like, well, I'm supposed to be giving like free value, like putting content out there, like taking pictures and doing 
fun captions and things like this, right? <laughs> and yeah, and it was like, no, like that. Like if you run a bis, if you run a blog that doesn't, or if you run something that it's just like for fun, like do that, right? Because it's for fun. Sure. But it's if it's something that you want to monetize and it's your business, then I would say treat it as a business, right? Even if it's online. Absolutely. I mean, we have to. And that's why, you know, I really now, and it sounds like you're the same, I'm super passionate about helping women sell in a way that is very authentic and understanding that selling is of the highest service, truly, that we can offer to people because I joke and I'm also serious, like everything is free. Like you can literally get everything for free and it's not going to change your life for 99% of people. No, no, that's totally true. And I, and I get that. Um, as I said, like I took a lot of free stuff, everything free because I always was like, I don't have the money for this until I said, you know, I want to hire someone. Like I, I, I can't keep doing things for free. I remember a time that I did like a coaching program and I was so scared of watching this and it was like less than $100 for three months like I don't like and people got like transformation and everything but it for me it was like I can do this but I I can't sustain business like this obviously and if I want to serve more people I I want to have more money to get eventually like do something that's for free and I say you know what I'm going to give you this or free like over time like the toggle for you, a toggle for you, like it's something for yeah. everyone, right? So, yeah, so I think that's very important and and something that that us, you know, women and and spiritual entrepreneurs, that's the one that I work with. Um, we should get that like very, very in our heads, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. Sure. So thank you for having me. First and foremost, super excited to be here. Um, My name is Stephanie Hess and I am a business coach and mentor to driven service-based female entrepreneurs. And it's, it's so interesting because sitting here with you, I never thought that I would I would be here and telling you that I'm this business coach and, and helping women with their businesses um, because I have a really a really long journey of, of coming into that voice for myself and being able to own that. Um, I grew up in Amish country, Pennsylvania, and I'll never forget I was in high school and I just had this pull towards a big city. And so I initially went to Philadelphia and then I landed in, in New York and I spent 10 years trying to find my way. And I ended up working in the professional sports world. Then I segued into beauty for 10 years. And I was, you know, looking back, I, I I had a great thing, a great job, salary, all of all of the things, and I wasn't connected to mm. my life. So, can you talk to us about where along your journey you were investing in yourself or in your business and feeling like you were maybe doing all this work, investing money and not seeing results? Mm. Oh, so yeah, that one needs a breath. I first, I had my very first coach in 2016 and I hired this person to help me figure out how the heck to, to leave this job that has, that was my identity for 10 years. And so that's when I had my very first coach and looking back, I've never gone without a coach since. And that being said, there were many instances where I felt like, oh, if I just do this one thing, kind of the if then, if I just do this, this one thing, then I know the floodgates are going to open. My bank account is going to go up instead of down. People are going to be knocking on my door. And I continue to chase that. Not to say that it didn't start to happen, but it took a lot longer than I anticipated. And it's really okay because now when I'm, when I'm able to look back, I see 
I see the lessons, even if, if just on a micro level. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was in the moment and in the feeling and had made the investment, much of the time was going on a credit card. So there was, you know, debt continuing to go up and up and up. Um, it was really easy to, to look at the hard facts and feel like it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, it was really, really hard. But looking back, each experience gave me one little nugget that kind of unlocked the next thing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yep. So I got something here that then helped me get to point B. Even if it wasn't, you know, money instantly showing up at the door, which in most cases that wasn't that wasn't happening, it still was the piece that I needed next on my journey. Hmm. I I love that you have that perspective, which I think most people come to if they stay in it long enough. But what I also want people to hear is like, it was probably so hard during that process. And I never, ever want to devalue like those very real feelings when you're like investing, you're taking on debt, you don't know if it's going to work out. But I also now really understand on an energetic level, like we can decide ahead of time that this thing, this investment, this whatever it is, is going to work out no matter what. And we can put our energy and belief behind that. Does it mean I can like guarantee someone results tomorrow? No, of course not. But it's exactly like what you're saying, where then you come out the other side and you can look at it with hindsight and say, oh, these were the lessons I needed to learn. Yeah. Yeah. You're so right. It, when I was going through the motions, I, I mean, there were, there were really hard times. I, I packed up everything and left New York city to move home at 32. When all my friends were settling down, having babies, I was moving home to mom and dad mm. and trying to birth my dream. Mm. And I was saying no to bachelorette trips. I mean, first world problems, right? But in the moment, it was, I had to completely decide, was it, was it my dream or was it other things? So I went probably a year and a half um, not eating out, not buying new clothes, not buying new underwear, Mm-hmm. Not recommending this, right? But these are the choices <laughs> that I made. Um, like I literally had holes in my underwear for the longest time because I was, <laughs> I was really, really trying to make it happen. And but there were a lot of sacrifices that came with that, and a lot of nights where I, I, I wasn't sleeping through the night and waking up every morning with a pit in my stomach thinking, oh my gosh, I have to do this again. I have to try and and make this work again. I don't know if I have the energy to do this. Which is such a real place for so many people, right? Like we've all had those moments, whatever they exactly looked like, um, whether it manifests in like not being able to sleep or having a panic attack or just not wanting to open your bank account because you don't know what's in it. Um, Those are all very real things. And I I feel like, especially around this topic, one thing I'm trying to be super mindful of is the way in which we view investing. Um, Because I think that there's also just this big fat lie um, on the internet that like you should never have to invest in your online business all you need is social media and yourself or whatever. But I also think it's like, we're viewing it the wrong way sometimes. Like, why do we think we can just have an online business without actually having to invest in a way that like traditional businesses had to take out debt and take on a loan or, you know, like I just, I think sometimes we have it a little bit backwards in terms of how wrong we think it is that we need to make these investments. Versus like, huh, this is actually a really cool opportunity. I get to retrain my brain. I get to learn a different way of thinking. I get to learn about business. I am investing in myself and my business in the same way that you would need to invest in a brick and mortar store. It's it's pretty entitled, isn't it? The way we think that. 
Yeah. And like, I totally thought that way too. Sure. At a yeah. Certain point. Um, but yeah, like why, why do, why do you think, why do we think that you get to just press, press on and you have this online business and you know how to market the business and you know, strategy and, and you have your mindset dialed in and, and all of these things. Like why, why would you know that? Unless if you have an MBA in your pocket. And, and with that, and I know, you know, the whole grad school thing is on the decline, but why, why are we going to grad school and getting an MBA to advance ourselves in the workplace? Yet we wouldn't make an investment to advance ourselves from an online businesswoman perspective. You know what I mean? Yes. It's, it's, yeah, it's the same kind of thing in my book. Yeah, no, I agree. Cause I'm like, I used to be a therapist. I had to go to graduate school to be able to do that. Right. Like I had to invest thousands upon thousands of dollars in an education. And it's exactly that. It's like, it's just a different lens. I think that we need to start viewing it as, um, versus like, Oh my gosh, this coach wants what for my time. And like, I have to pay them what to do this with my business. Like, and of course it's scary. It's scary for all of us. Like whether that's, you know, $200 of your first course you're taking, or it's thousands of dollars to a coach, like it's still scary, but it's also like, huh, how can we actually have a better mindset about it? Yeah, absolutely. It's all it's all in perspective. Um, I think that it, there's some slowing down in order to speed up, mm. and I really believe in this. And if you could work with someone who is five or ten steps ahead of where where you are and where you ultimately want to go, wouldn't it be smart and wise to have that person show you how to get there instead of spending one to five years trying to figure it out on your own? And probably, honestly, if you were to to then crunch numbers, if you were to spend maybe let's say that equivalent in those one to five years on every $97 course, every book, every freebie, every webinar out there um, to try and get you where you want to go when you could have maybe gotten there in, I don't know, three months or six months by having an expert guide you. Yeah, exactly that. You know, and it's like, just, I mean, I think we have to be at a willingness point within ourselves to be able to do that. Um, of course, but that's exactly how I view it now too. Is like, huh, how can I use my resources of the people that have walked before me? Because that's ultimately saving me time and I get to learn from them. And we have that in jobs. We have that in all other places and, you know, like mentors or bosses or people that are going to guide you. And so I think so often we forget that, of course, it's the same in the online space. Yeah, definitely. And I think too, it comes back to kind of what we were, we were chatting about earlier, you know, it's, it's not always our first inclination to give ourselves permission to be supported in the way that we really need. We're not taught, we're not taught to embrace that. And so that's a big part of it. And then I also see and hear oftentimes we're not, there's like a money piece to it as well. We're not taught, we're not conditioned or programmed, um, you know, how to invest and how to make really empowered and smart decisions with our money. Um, so I think there's, for, for many people, there's a couple different things that come up when it, when it comes to that conversation of, of making the investment. Um, and I love that you've created a space where we can not tackle, but, you know, <laughs> start to start to talk about these things because they're so important and they can honestly save us so much unnecessary pain and suffering in the long run. Yes. No, thank you for saying that. I mean, that's the whole thing. I think there are very few places where people are having very honest conversations. Um, 
And I just want to create more of that because, you know, one of my biggest things is like, I don't want people to feel alone. And that's what happens when we come together and we share like, oh, that person's struggling in that way too. Cool. And now I don't feel so bad or wrong in my experience. Like I feel less alone. And all it takes is like sharing what's actually going on, you know? Yeah. It's so beautiful. I was um, on a a really lovely Zoom meeting yesterday and there were about 300 women from all over the world. And the chat was blowing up with everyone commenting on how the connection was so needed. And especially what we're looking through right now. But yeah, I think that's really the theme for many people. It's this desire for just more intimacy um, with other women and, and conversation and connection. Not surface level. Like let's go deep. Let's roll up our sleeves together. And I love that that is your one of your your biggest values and missions. It's so cool. Yes. I'm like, we will not talk about surface level things in my world. I'm like, it makes me want to poke my eyeballs out. I'm like, I'd I'd rather like hear your deepest, darkest secret the second I meet you than talk about like how the weather is. Like, no thank you. (laughs) Yes. Uh, so anything else you want to add? Hmm. I'm feeling to just say to whoever is listening, um, anything that you've been feeling like you should do or need to do, there's so many opinions out there Mm -hmm. and you owe it to yourself. You deserve to be guided on a path that feels really, really true and authentic for you. And I hate to use that word because it's totally cliche at this point, but finding alignment and unlocking, I think you, you've said this before, Carrie, you know, unlocking the magic that is within you, only you can do that. And now is the time. We need more women helping to light this planet up to help bring forth change, whether it's big or small in only the way that you can do it. And it's just an honor to be able to be here and be in this space. And thank you. Thank you for all that you do. Mm, Thank you for that. That is so beautiful. And I just want everyone to receive that message for sure. So thank you for saying that. So my name is Lauren Najar and I am a business coach. I am in Chicago and I help women entrepreneurs uh, grow their businesses from inconsistent clients to making that consistent, wonderful $5,000 months in their business. So you were at a point in your business where you felt like you were investing potentially maybe outside your means, whether or not it was going into debt or not, but you were investing and not necessarily seeing results. Can you talk to us a little bit about what was going on? So I guess this is going to be results in the sense of also like define results for me would be, I didn't sign any clients. Mm. Right. So I invested very early on, um, had results very quickly And then as soon as I ended that contract, I invested immediately again into a completely different coach. And then I didn't get results Mm. at all. And I think, you know, for me, it was frustrating. Um, But when I look back on it, I still learned a lot. Maybe not so much of like, I don't think it was a bad investment at all. Like I wouldn't ever say that it was a bad investment. I just don't think that it, what was happening or what I learned actually probably would benefit me more now, like a year later versus Mm -hmm. right out of the gate. I thought I needed all of these like strategies and technical things and, and, and what my business, I guess, wasn't ready for or what I wasn't ready for. Um, I thought I needed, it was again, like coming from that place of need where I thought I needed a website. I thought I needed these funnels and these strategies and all of this stuff. And I actually ended up burning out after 
that contract ended because I was trying to do so, so much against what I probably was not aligned with. Mm. So what in that do you feel like you learned? I definitely like outside of, so I'll say like, I definitely learned a lot from this person, like full of knowledge. I would have notes upon notes upon notes of stuff from our calls. Like I still have not implemented everything she has given me because I needed to build my business a different way. But the things that she has taught me, I have, you know, implemented now, or I am implementing now, or I have these like great tools that she get, she gave me. Um, but I also will say, so then like the mindset around like the whole money, Mm. um, the, I've learned that I can make that back Mm. and I'm responsible for my actions. Like I'm, I'm fully responsible. Like it has nothing to do with that person. It has nothing to do with how we clicked. Like we got along very well. It just, you know, at the end of the day, like I have to own what, who I invest in, what I invest in, where I spend my money. And, you know, for a while it actually prevented me from hiring anyone like for a good eight months. So I didn't invest in anyone for, yeah, almost eight months. Um, so you think that it left a bad taste in my mouth initially, but I think as time wore on, I, I needed to like stand up and like, Hey, like it's no one else's fault. Like there, there's not anyone to like blame, I guess, like no one to have fault for this, but I feel that, you know, you learn, you learn in whatever investment you have. Like sometimes like you true, like think of like classes, I guess, like college, like I, paid to go to a really great college, you know, or with this coach, like I got so much information. So it's not always about signing clients, right? Like people invest in themselves for health with thousands of dollars, right? Like, yeah. So I think like you have to know like what you're getting in return. Like, yes, the idea is that sure you sign clients, but I think that what I learned is you know, I, I learned a lot from her, but I also have a lot of lessons that maybe I shouldn't just like, I need to invest with who I'm aligned with, where my business is aligned with who I want to be, but not necessarily like I was, I was investing because I thought I needed this. I thought I needed all the fancy things. So making sure you know who you're investing in, making, I guess not investing in, I don't want to say anything negative about the person, but just making sure you are investing to the integrity of your business. I guess I could say it that way. Yeah. Well, it's, it's such a tricky one, right? Because constantly the marketing is, if you just had this one thing, whatever the one thing is, whether that's a course, a funnel, a thing, then this will solve all your problems. And what I find with every human, including myself, (laughs) is that is never, ever, ever true. And Mm -hmm. I am more convinced than ever that about 90% of life, business, everywhere is mindset and confidence. And we want it to be about the strategy. We want it to be about everything else. And all of those pieces are important, of course. And you do have to learn certain things to have an online business. But at the end of the day, if you don't have belief in yourself and you don't have confidence, like you are going to stay on the struggle bus. Yes, 100%. And I think that's where, you know, if I like dissect like all of those months in, you know, my quote unquote investment that I didn't make any money from, I, you know, I definitely didn't have that confidence yet because I was, I mean, I was four months into business, you know, like, yes, I had success, but I wasn't, my mindset was still shaky, like at at best, you know, like I was still comparing because I still, of course I wanted more and more and more. I wasn't where I wanted to be yet. I wasn't making all of this money of what I thought I wanted. And I thought I was investing into something, someone that could tell me all the answers, right? Mm. Like that's another thing too of like, oh, like I want a funnel. I want all of these things. I want to write emails a certain way. And, you know, it ends up being like not using my voice. I lost, you know, I just, I felt the shift, right? Like I felt that I was losing people because I wasn't being authentic to myself. 
So that, you know, that was another lesson that I learned too, is like when you actually go back and reflect, Mm -hmm. you find out like the ins and outs of like what happened or what did you do? And I, I remember feeling like just, I remember the moment I felt out of alignment. Mm. I I remember when I was heading downhill, (laughs) I guess you could say. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's such a good word. And I always personally want everyone to feel into that because I think, you know, there's plenty of people in this space that will teach you to make money and make money fast. And cool, if that's what you need to do, and no judgment, honestly. Right. But at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, like, personally for me, who I love working with, are people that want to stay in this for the long term and want Mm. to figure out what it is that they actually want and get their values and their alignment in place. Because when shit's hard, because it's going to be, whether it's hard today or it's hard next week, you are going to be so much more likely to stay in it if you are aligned in a business that you love. Yes. And, and I think that goes to like the same point of aligning yourself with someone who you see, like you see as a business owner, like you want to be like, or some like an influencer you want to be like, or you see someone's business model that you want a similar business model towards. And I feel like that's, like my latest, like my most recent investments I've done over the last six months, like those have been my investments of the people that I see that I want to be like. It doesn't matter if they're the biggest. It doesn't matter if they have a huge following. It doesn't matter if they have, you know, $100,000 months. Like it matters to me that I can see that they're successful and they make everything like super simple. And those are just the values that I look for. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it gives me confidence that I will have success and I, and I've had success. Like the, again, like I'm back on, you know, where I'm having success again and, and, you know, learning from the best people that I can align myself with. But yeah, like if, if you want all the fun strategies and if you want to just do the work, that's fine. But I know that was my lesson is that mm-hmm. I needed more mindset and I needed more long lasting stability um, and not just shiny objects in my business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I preach mindset day in and day out and yet it's also such a bitch. Like I hate it as much (laughs) as I love it. I mean, I do like, I'm very transparent about it. Like I, I, I'm like such an action oriented person that I'm always like, I want to do things like that is just in my DNA. But Mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, like I need to sit with myself first and like figure out my mind drama and how to shift it and then take action. Because if I take that action out of like a wonky place, it's not going to get me the result anyway. So I might as well work on my mindset first. (laughs) 100%. And I mean, that was something I think I lacked very early on in my business too. Like I was definitely all strategy. And I went to someone who was all strategy, you know, with that investment and, um, definitely not a handholder, which I didn't think I needed. Right. Like, and I don't think I need, you know, quote unquote, a handholder, but I needed someone to recognize the blocks I had. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I could tell I was resisting in that moment in the, in that investment. Yeah. Mm. Mm I am Amanda Joyce Weber. I am a mindset coach and I help business owners who are stressed and overwhelmed to focus on the mindset they need to take more of the right actions in their business so that they can create a thriving life and business. So, okay. Talk to us a little bit more about when you were investing, either if you were going into debt or if you just felt like, oh, all this money is flying out because I think we've all experienced that like and we can put ourselves easily back there of like what that feels like to invest and then to not get results and like what was going on in your mindset and your brain and like how were you able to navigate that yeah so it's actually interesting because i think this is kind of like the opposite of what most people talk about and like what most people think when they're having these kind of like investment conversations but I basically had one business that was up and running and that was basically funding the other business, which wasn't making any money and was actually not like 
not profitable for a very long time, right? So I think for me, it was that internal battle of I am basically lighting money on fire that could be mine. Like, and that was like the internal struggle for me because we're, I mean, I'm like, we're talking like over $10,000 easily before I started. No, like it must've been like almost 20. Um, I don't think I've ever said those numbers out loud before. (laughs) I love it. Yay. (laughs) But I think that that was the hard part for me, right? It was like, I was running a business that I was like already kind of knew that like I was, wasn't like completely in on anymore. Definitely felt more passionate towards the coaching side of things. Couldn't understand why one business had like basically built itself. I'm exaggerating, but like had been built up pretty, pretty easily and how I could see like zero results on the other side. And I just felt like I kept pushing like money from one business to the other. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was really, really hard for me because again, it's, it's that like deciding again, right. Like deciding that I wanted to keep investing in myself, even though there was nothing, there was no results to show for it. yet, Right. So like, Yes, that looked like a $200 course in the beginning, but then it looked like a $600 course. And then it looked like my first $1,200 coaching package. And then it looked like my next $3,000 coaching package. And then it looked like the $7,000 coaching package. Like it was a lot of money to be like not seeing results yet, I think is, is the point that I'm trying to make. So like, I never went into debt for it, but it also had this like seeping guilt because Mm -hmm. I was living with my boyfriend at the time. Like he made good money. He made a decent salary and our finances were separate, but there was always this feeling of like, if he wanted to go out to a fancy dinner, I would be like, okay, well, hold on. Like, let me see what, <laughs> let me see what things look like. Right. Cause I mean, we've always split things down the middle a little different now that we're married, but at the time it was like, okay, but like, I am not where you are. <laughs> and I feel like, like, I honestly felt like I, like me investing more into this business that wasn't working was kind of like chipping away at my income potential and like my, my relationship to a certain extent, like it kind of sucks to be the person that's always like, Oh, hold on. Let me check my bank account and make sure that I, you know, have enough for that. You know? So it was, it was hard. And I think a lot of people are like, Oh, like I went into debt to build up my business. And I think that like, I'm all about investing before you have the results that you want. And I think I really do believe in that. But I don't like I didn't personally go into debt for it, but I experienced a lot of the emotional Mm. um, challenges that go along with that. Like it, it really did eat at me that I was spending so much money on a dream, like because it was basically a dream at that point. Yeah. Well, I think a couple things come up for me that's interesting that sometimes we have to like get our brains on board to flip this. And when we're in it, we're experiencing all those feelings and all the just like constricting emotions within our body. And we can like literally feel our bodies constricting. Um, But I think it's also so helpful to remember that we're running businesses, even though a lot of times it doesn't feel that way when you're in the online space, right? It's just like this online thing. And we're also kind of fed this lie that you're not going to have to invest because, mm-hmm. hey, you just need the internet and social media and you got everything to, you need to make it successful. And like, while that can be true, I think it's also perpetuating this lie if we're not talking about how investing is investing in your brain, it's investing in your craft, it's a business. And never before have we had businesses where you don't have to take out debt in order to make a profit, right? Like, there was always like going and getting a loan and doing that before online businesses. So I think we also sometimes have to shift our mindset around how we view it as terrifying. Like I never want to underestimate like how terrifying it is because it is your like personal money you're investing. I get that definitely have been there, but I also think there's like another way to view it that sometimes we forget. 
Totally. And I think like when you frame it in that perspective, basically what I was doing was taking out a loan from one business to see, see the other one, right? Like technically behind the scenes, they're both like the same thing, right? Like same LLC, same thing, but like it felt very separate to me, right? It felt like, well, this business is making money and this business is is like basically going into that, you know? And I think that that like, that was how I had to do it. Right. And I think that that, I think that's helpful. Right. Because I think sometimes we talk about investing and we're like, Oh, like take out a loan from the bank, like go into credit card debt, like do blah, blah, blah. Right. Like I basically took out a loan from myself. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like that was basically how it worked because I knew that like nothing was going to move it forward if I stayed where I was, right? Like as much as it sucked to keep pulling money out of one business to start the other one, it sucked even more to stay stuck and know that like the the constant day-to-day wasn't actually what I wanted to be doing, right? So I think it comes up there where it's like, how long are you willing to stay stuck? How long are you willing to struggle before you decide like, hey, investing is actually a better option. <laughs> like I could actually get where I want to go way faster. Because like, honestly, like, I don't know if, if I hadn't invested, if I would ever have made it work. Like, I think I would have given up before that happened. Yeah, which I think is so important for people to hear because of course we're scared. We're all scared. And I think, you know, whether or not you had this money from the business, like obviously this is your story and you had the money. And I think some people could be really, um, quick to listen to that and be like, Oh, but you have this other business and you were able to fund it from there. And I'm always like, no, 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 no. Like you're kind of missing the point. If that's what our brain automatically does and does with the story, like it doesn't mean it's any less terrifying to take that money and put it into a business that is not producing any income. Yeah. I mean, like people do this all the time, right? Like, I mean, I am all about money mindset. And I think that like often we have money sitting under our noses that we're not even aware of. Like, but same, Mm -hmm. same. Like if you had told me you took it out of your retirement account to fund your business, like equally terrifying, like, yes, I mean, same, 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 right? Like, (laughs) like if you had told me like you had to go to your parents and get out alone, like that's still a super uncomfortable conversation. If you have to like talk to your spouse and say, Hey, I really want to do this still like it takes an enormous amount of guts, right? So I think we almost sometimes look for the the thing that doesn't make us uncomfortable when it comes to investing. We're like, but where's the thing where I don't have to be scared? Like where's that thing? And I just don't think that exists. Like I think it's when you're when you're investing in yourself, it's likely going to feel like a stretch. And like look, I think I've gotten to a point where I talk about investing in a somewhat lighthearted way because I think like I've done a lot of the work there, but I I know yeah. <laughs> that it is not easy when you are in in that, when you are feeling those feelings. And like, believe me, I had an enormous amount of money mindset shit to work through. Like, I never felt like there was enough money. I was waking up with 3 a.m. panic attacks about money. Like, mm-hmm. it felt very real to me. So I don't want to downplay that. And it, it probably always will, right? Like, I don't think that there's ever a point that we reach that next, like, investment level where we're like, oh, this is like pennies now, you know? Like, it, it's always going to feel like a little bit of a stretch, I think. Yeah. So maybe if you're able to pinpoint anything that you feel like was really tangible or, I mean, I know you now have a beautiful money mindset um, journal that you've come out with. But like, what were some of the things either that you were able to get your brain on board with or like in coaching that were, you were able to kind of shift that, that I think would practically help people? Yeah, totally. So, I mean, I could go on for hours about this, so you'll have (laughs) to like tell me to stop. But I think one of the biggest things that like literally changed my life, um, was an exercise my coach had me do when we first started working together. And this is my current coach. And this is the one that helped me get our first client who I still work with. But she had me, cause I was panicked. 
like absolutely panicked about money all the time. This was like, this was a fear that I lived with. This was something that I always felt in the pit of my stomach. I would mentally tally like how long I'd be able to keep myself afloat if I got no new clients in the door. And this wasn't like a one-time thing. This was like, my brain was like on the constant hamster wheel of there's never enough money. I like, I don't know where the next client is coming from. I don't know how this is going to work if I don't get another client. And guys, I want to point out, like, I have a roof over my head. Like, these were not rational thoughts or fears, but they felt so real. Mm. Um, And one of the first exercises that she had me do was the stop sign exercise. And basically, it was any time that I was having these kind of, like, panicked thoughts about money, I was supposed to picture a stop sign and then just kind of, like, let it go and move on. And I remember being like, yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> like, good one. Good one. You know, like, this is what I'm paying you for. All right. <laughs> but, but I did it. She was like, just try it for a week. See how it goes. Right. So I did it. Like, actually did it, guys. This is like the difference in mindset work. There's a difference between like thinking I'm going to picture a stop sign and actually stopping the thoughts in their track. Yep. Um, and after a week. I felt remarkably lighter, like a giant weight had been lifted from me and like I could actually function in a way that I did not remember actually functioning. And it was, like I said, I was having 3 a.m. panic attacks. By the end of week one, I was no longer waking up with 3 a.m. panic attacks, which in my mind was a massive, massive shift. Mm -hmm. And by week two... Because it was like, oh, well, that works so well. Let's see what happens if we go on for another week. Mm. (laughs) By week two, I was getting inquiries anyway. And I was someone who didn't believe that I could not have constant worries about money. That could not, if I wasn't freaking out about money, I didn't think it could come in, right? That was the belief I had. Yeah. So that's what kept me in that constant state of worry. And then when I saw that I could get inquiries anyway, not only could I get inquiries, I was signing clients freaking the fuck out. (laughs) And that was when things shifted in such a big way for me because for so long I couldn't picture a different way. I couldn't understand Mm. how to get out of that money spiral. Um, I just think this, this story is fascinating because it's like, I'm someone who's openly telling you, like, I didn't go into debt. Like, I took money from, like, one business and put it in the other. Like, everything about that sounds like, oh, like, she had it easy. Like, it should have been fine, right? And, like, (laughs) I had to picture a stop sign because my worry about money was so intense. Like, that was how bad it was. Um, And I think that, like, that exercise alone, like, if you're listening to this and you're going, that's not going to work, like, that absolutely means you need to try it. (laughs) (laughs) This is, like, this is what shifted things for me. This is what allowed me to stop freaking the fuck out about money all the time and actually take more of the actions that were going to get me clients and get me more money and did. But, like, that alone was such a big shift. Mm, I love that. And it's so practical, but also really fucking hard. Let's be clear. It sounds easy, but the amount of people that are going to actually do that versus not is the difference maker because it's the constant mental mind management over it. And it's being like, huh, okay, I'm having this thought. Can I picture a stop sign? And actually, like you're saying, doing it versus just being like, yeah, cool. That's not going to (laughs) work. Right. Which is where I started too. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, you know, we can be as skeptical about these things as we want. Like I'm always like, have your, you know, like I had a client the other day that was like, I believe you, but I don't believe you over some like mindset stuff I was having her do. But she was like open to being like, okay, well I am sick of where I am. So let's try something different. And I think that's exactly where it has to start is like, you were so available to try because you're like, I don't want to wake up at 3am and have panic attacks. This is a miserable existence. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. I think back, like, honestly, like I haven't had one of those in ages, thank gosh. Um, but I think back to that and I'm like, I don't know how I 
how I like lived. Like <laughs> that was just such a miserable because it wasn't just it was like a gasp, right? Like when I woke up in the middle of the night, it was like a <gasps> emotion, right? Where it was like, how, like how is this gonna work? <laughs> like how is this whole thing gonna play out? And I think just living with that is hard, right? Because it's not just like in the middle of the night; it's it's all the time. Absolutely, yeah. Mm, such a good example and just something that people can apply immediately, which is what I love. Yeah. I mean, like literally costs nothing. Like, yeah. like as far like, I just gave you the whole thing. Like, <laughs> go do it. Yeah. So anything else you'd like to add that you feel like would be helpful? Um, in regards to money mindset or investing or what are you thinking? Um, money mindset. Um, okay. Let's see. So I think this one kind of relates to investing, but I think that a lot of times we're, we're so hesitant to invest before we have the results we want. Right. And like, I, like I'm a marathon runner, I've completed four marathons and I think about it like, If you are going to like run a marathon, you don't run the 26.2 miles and then change out your Walmart sneakers and decide to upgrade and then pay the race registration fee, right? Like chances are that if you, if that was like your, if that was your thing that you're like, well, I'll do that first. Like you got blisters in mile one and you did not do anything, right? And I think that the the same thing applies when we are investing in support, right? Because a lot of times we're like, oh, well, I'll wait till, I'll wait till I get that next client, right? Like then I will invest in the support I need to like make it into a full running business. But the chances that you actually do that, but that you actually like get that next client first and then invest in support. Like, I just think that you're going to sit, like, we all do this. We all sit in the same stories, right? Yeah. So it's go- It's always going to be the same, if that makes sense. Like, it's always going to be the same thing that you feel like is standing in your way. You're probably going to say, like, oh, well, I can't get clients, therefore I can't get support, right? Like, that will be the story. And I think that, like, that's why it's so important that we – really embrace that like investing before we have the result we want thing and like investing can look different for everyone like I just shared my story here but like I think that the the point is I don't want people to say like oh well if I don't have the cash in hand and I don't like have the capability to get that cash right now, then I shouldn't invest, right? I think a lot of times the belief has to come first, right? Like I have to believe that I can run a marathon before I'm going to buy my $90 sneakers and pay the $300 race fee and not get blisters on the first one, right? Like I'm going to keep showing up for that before I actually have that result, before it's actually possible. Um, so I just wanted to like add that in there because I think it's really easy for people to say like, oh, well, she had the money. So like it, it was no big deal. Right. And I think my kind of my point is that it's I mean, you heard my story. It still felt like a really big deal. And I just like I think sometimes it feels like for a while it felt almost disingenuous for me to have those investment conversations because I was like, well, I didn't put like it on a credit card, right? Like, who am I to say like, well, you can invest before you have the result you want, right? Like you can decide that this is a business and you can invest in yourself and that business. Like that almost felt like it was coming from a place of like, well, I didn't do that. So how can I possibly say that? And I think that like when you can look at it from a different perspective or when you can say like, yeah, like most brick and mortar shops like had to take out a loan from the bank like before they could get up and running or pretty much anything else where we decide that we're going to invest in ourselves. Like, I mean, same goes true for like, you know, deciding you're going to get a gym membership. Like you buy the gym membership before you start using the gym. You're not like, (laughs) oh, well, once I get the membership, then I will um, you know, start working out. Yeah. Did that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, but, but exactly. I mean, I think it's just, it's changing our mindset around it, which can be the hardest part, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, in general is like, 
but I don't think it's possible to even have different beliefs or, you know, cool, must be nice for you. But I think what our brain often does too, is just like, well, that's possible for you, Amanda, that's possible for you person on the internet, but that could not be possible for me. Totally. Cause we just don't have the, the evidence to back it up yet. Yep. And I think that like, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier too, where once, once you start seeing those little like glimmers of hope or that those little like pieces of evidence that it's working or more people are there and more people are listening, right? Like the evidence kind of starts to stack up, but it takes a lot of courage to step into the belief before you have any evidence of it working before then. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so, so much. This is so wonderful. I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Thank you so much for listening to the Set Yourself Free podcast and supporting me and these incredible guests. Make sure you are subscribed so that you never miss an episode. Will you also do me a quick favor and go leave us a review and rating so that more people can easily find the show. Each month, I will be picking a reviewer to give a free session to as a thank you. And if you know someone that could benefit from this show, please share it with them. One thing I know for certain in this lifetime is that we need more women living lives of freedom and impact. Can't wait to see you next week.